We pray. Lord, we come before thee now. At thy feet we humbly bow. Speak a word to us this day which will guide us on our way. Amen. There are four fundamental changes in our lives. Birth, death, birth, life. Everything else is insignificant when compared with these four. The first took place when we left the warmth of our mother's womb and entered into the world. The second will take place when we leave this world. All human beings experience these two changes. The first no one remembers. For nine months, we enjoyed the dark, secure, warm place. Then came the moment that we entered into the coldness and brightness of the world outside. This was a monumental change for us and a frightening one, and so we cried. But there was a greater reason to cry, even though we were not aware of it. We were born in sin and in sinful surroundings. The coldness was not just the temperature, but the coldness of hate. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. However, does anybody remember what it was like back then? When you were a newborn baby? No, of course not. So all we can do is listen to one who does know what it was like, God. And he tells us about our fleshly existence. Now these are the works of the flesh, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's the life into which we were born, a life that would ultimately end in death and eternal destruction. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap destruction. That's the last monumental change, death. We must all face death. Death spread to all men because all sin. Without any intervening changes, Death and eternal destruction would be the destiny for every baby. So no, we don't remember what life was like when we were born, and thank God that we don't, because there was an intervening change between birth and death, a monumental change. God intervened through baptism, through water and the word. He gave us the most monumental change of all, a second birth. And in that second birth, we were born into the family of God. 
a family that will live forever in glory. The only way that this could happen was through the intercession of God's own Son, the go-between. He came between us and God. He presented his life of obedience as a replacement for our life of disobedience. He presented his suffering and death as a replacement for our suffering and death. We just celebrated Easter. Here's the proof that God accepted what his son did for us. He was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What a monumental change. Through Christ, we crucified this flesh with all its evil desires. Instead of all those works, those evil works that I just read about, our lives are typified by fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. Yes, we are sinners. But our sins don't typify us. Instead, we regularly glorify God by laying our sins in that empty tomb and coming out of there to practice acts of love. Faith and love, that's what typifies us. Typical of our changed lives. So four changes. Birth, death, rebirth, and life. We heard about the first three. And the fourth amazing change is that which comes about as a result of rebirth, life. We already heard the words, he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap destruction. These are the words that follow. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So when you were born, your sin-driven destiny was death and destruction. But then you were reborn, and your God-given destiny is life and glory. The risen Christ said so. He that believes and is baptized will be saved. The world has nothing but doom and gloom ahead of it. But we have joy and celebration awaiting us. Just how monumental this cha final change will be has not yet been revealed. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. For he will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body. Join me now in celebrating this last monumental change. We use hymn 660, verses 1 and 3.
Amen.